So Mandy, I have a list of questions that have been submitted. Okay. Do you want to do like a fire round? Let's do it. Okay. Because there's something else I want to tell you, but I bet it's going to come up. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good to me. There we go. Okay. Besides an eye cream, what's a good way to reduce eye wrinkles and creepy skin? So eye creams, <laughs> my <laughs> colleagues, so I rent space in a spa. They're going to hate me for saying this because they sell a lot of eye creams. Um, y'all, don't you don't need eye cream. <laughs> eye cream oh, yeah. usually has less active ingredients than what's on your face. So that is a way, it's another product for the skincare industry and those skincare lines to sell. And I don't, mm-hmm. I am not hating on them. There's two things you don't need to I, please remove from your skincare routine as soon as you've gone through them, especially if they're expensive. Eye creams and toners, you do not need. In medical aesthetics, there's a joke that toners are for ink cartridges. Toners <laughs> are a way to balance the pH in your skin because you're using a shitty uh, cleanser. Ah. Use a good cleanser or cleanse your face with just you know, some basic coconut oil mm-hmm. and call it a day. You don't need toner. Unless it's just like, like a, something that's hydrating. Some people will use just um, like a rose water. Just because they yeah. like it and it smells good. If it makes you feel then go. Spend money <laughs> if that makes you feel good. Especially if it has some nice essential oils. Think of it. If it's more like a vitamin, mm-hmm. great. Because anything that's more watery has a low molecular weight, which means your skin's going to absorb it well. We, we okay. can talk about the order of what you put skincare on later, too, yes, if you want to. Yes, we definitely are going um, to That's what that. goes to that. So when it comes to preventing eye wrinkles around, mm-hmm. if you're not going to get Botox, which I think this is, it's a person's probably asking that because of that. Yeah. Um, preventing crepey skin or treating that crepey skin, massaging your skin, massaging like a very heavy heavy moisturizer into your skin. Yeah. The only way to really tighten really that skin is, is usually like uh, thermal-based thermal devices like radio frequency microneedling or any laser treatments or a plasma pen. Yeah. That's when you're really going to tight t- treat the root. But if you want to just do it at home, usually that crepey skin is from dehydration. Drinking okay. Again, drinking half your body weight in ounces and using like a really heavy moisturizer. Maya Chia is one of my favorite. I didn't know about that line. Oh, that's so good. Oh my gosh, I didn't know about, know about that line until I started renting space at Rose Finch. And yeah. I... Oh my gosh, that line is amazing. They have a, and you can use it all over. So the, the eye, eye creams, just going back to the eye cream, <laughs> eye creams are a way to also, it's, it's safer. People think it's safer to put around your eyes. I put retinol, I put tretinoin around my eyes. Really? I get it within like, it's just to protect those, because they have ingredients that can just hurt your eyes. It's yeah. It's just, just protecting just their ass. delicate and, okay. Yes. But anything you can use on the face, use it around your eyes if you can handle it. And if you just need something more gentle because you have crazy sensitive skin, then sure, use an eye cream, whatever. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> But massaging your skin as much as possible. Think about two pieces of leather. If you were to take two pieces of leather and put them out in the sun and one was massaged with oil, shea butter, whatever you want every single day and one just sat there, you know how different those two things are going to do. But we have a blood supply to our face, so why are we talking about leather? Yeah. You're just, I you, think you have Kobe beef right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Exactly what you wanted. <laughs> I love it. Mm, Keep on with the meat <laughs> jokes. You introduced leather to the equation. I did. I did. Um, I can't be like pineapple There's leather. There's two People pieces like, of cactus leather sitting in the sun. <laughs> be like, what is that? <laughs> I love that you know that. Um, but if you massage your face more, like you should be massaging your face until it's hot pink. 
for real. Okay. Just there like are circulation. Circulation. That's the benefit of that. Yep. Okay. Um, and yet, you know what, too? You know, like little dermal rollers? Yeah, those are we not saw a waste. Those. those are not a waste of money. Oh, I can tell it. They're different. not. I use that regularly and love that. So those people say, oh, I have microneedle at home. I'm like, you mean you dermal roll? Yeah. Um, totally different. There's yeah. no way, even if you had like something that's like, oh, it was two millimeters, you are never going to press hard enough to get that two millimeters into your skin because it goes in at an angle and it pops up at an angle. It's tearing the skin. Yeah. And you'd have, like, even with numbing cream, like, you'd have, no, there's no way. Okay. Just use a point, a, like a 0.25 is all you ever need for a dermal roller. You can use it on top of a serum mm-hmm. or you can use it by itself and you're going to tear your skin up a little bit, but that's mm-hmm. good. It's just not, it's just, it's nice and exfoliating. I do mine but, over my serum. Good. And yeah. you will get a little bit, of, there's a tiny bit of product loss when you do it that way because it gets on the roller. Yeah. But if, as long as you just, I think it's better to actually put the serum on first and then just do it a little bit. Yeah. So, but there. I am a huge fan of those. Okay, good. Um, also just to, when it comes to stimulating around the eyes, you can, when it, there's these eye massager pins that vibrate mm-hmm. oh, and, they're, and they're warming too. Do that on top of product too. It helps. Anything warm helps with product penetration. That makes sense. Okay. So, but to really treat the root of crepey skin, sorry to be long-winded about no. this, to really treat the root of crepey skin, you need something like plazapin or fractional laser resurfacing that, to treat the root. But you can moisturizing. Also, hyaluronic acid, y'all. Hyaluronic acid is this, everyone, it's, it's, it's baked into a lot of moisturizers these days. Right. Hyaluronic acid we have in our skin. We lose a lot of it as well as fat, collagen, elastin, bone, all the good things and muscle. Yeah. All of it as we get older. So, but hyaluronic acid, that's what filler is made of. Yeah. So, um, or most, most of filler. So whenever you put hyaluronic acid on, you're having like crepier, dry skin. First of all, make sure your skin is exfoliated. Yeah. I prefer using exfoliating gloves and coconut oil. That's called a manual exfoliant. You could also use a chemical exfoliant like PCA has a really good pumpkin enzyme mask. Mm-hmm. It is spicy as hell, but it is fantastic. Mm. And they now, you certainly be in the treatment room. They now are selling it to the masses, oh, wow. which is awesome. That is, that is like a borderline medical grade enzyme mask and you can now have it at home. I love them. They should what be giving me that? a cut every time I say PCA. Seriously. <laughs> they, have, they have some really stand, great standout product, but so does, um, so it's like, well, I'll get into next stuff in a minute. Okay. But, but yeah, they just exfoliating first making sure it's heavily moisturized. Mm-hmm. And so hyaluronic acid, make sure your skin is wet before you ever apply hyaluronic acid. Cause okay. here's the kicker. A lot of estheticians be like, Oh, your skin is dry. You need hyaluronic acid. It just depends on the climate in Atlanta where we are recording this. Mm-hmm. It is usually humid. If it holds a thousand times the weight in water, that hyaluronic acid, that molecule is going to pull that water from the air. You're in mm-hmm. Arizona where it's not, and you're put on hyaluronic acid. Guess what? That hyaluronic acid is going to pull moisture from somewhere. Guess where it's going to pull it from? Your skin. Your skin. Well, so I've sense. seen some people's skin get worse. And actually, people like who will get acne because their skin's being dried out, and their sebaceous glands, glands goes on overdrive, yeah. and they start breaking out. They're like, wait a minute, but my esthetician said I need moisture. Mm-hmm. And actually, the moisture pulled it out. So, man, you got me fired up. Uh, I, I hate this. eye creams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there are clear a few. on how you feel about that. There are a few that are okay. Um, okay. Revision has one called Tiamine. Um, mm-hmm. It has some, some tea in it. <laughs> Maybe some vitamin K. Things like vitamin K. Vitamin K is the, they give it to babies. It is okay. a blood clotting vitamin. So it's really good for people oh. with dark circles. Okay. Um, but it's also good for puffiness. Anything with caffeine tightens. Yeah. So. I assume, especially with the eyes and like all of these questions I'm going to get into, a lot of this is about preventing an issue from getting bad in the first place as opposed to like waiting until you're like fuck what's happening around my eyes yeah oh yeah yeah people have invited me to a few facebook groups i can't even get into it anymore because this is like triggering oh (laughs) man people like i need an eye cream and i'm like no yeah like i love this bath and body works one (laughs) yes (laughs) saint ives um 
That's like a bad word in our industry. The same oh, apricot scrub because yeah. it just like destroys your yep. face. Oh I used to gosh. love that in high school. I will say, if anyone's <laughs> listening to this and like cringing, thinking we're judging you, we are. <laughs> we are. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but kidding. honestly, you, if you just don't know better and you've never heard somebody say that, totally fine. Don't yeah. you're like, I don't want to waste this. Use it on your body. Use it on your feet. Use Good it on your tip. knees. Like scrub the crap out Use of your, your knees and elbows. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, use it on your boyfriend's feet. Yeah, gnarly feet. <laughs> So funny. It's the biggest tip of the or, day. Or yeah, like use it to like sand, like get some paint off a use table. Use it to sand your new Taco Bell. Yes. <laughs> no, table. don't hurt this thing. <laughs> okay, so Mandy doesn't like eye creams. Got it. Um, next question. Okay. Any suggestions for 11s that I can do myself, ideally other than frownies? <gasps> no, frownies. <laughs> Seriously. Or Botox, right? So like, okay, okay, here's the thing. The frownies, um, I actually like the Dermaclear patches. The reason I like the Dermaclear, and I actually love frownies too. Frownies will say, <laughs> they all say why they're like, this is medical grade this. And then frownies has been around for so many years. Actually, frownies has been around for a very long time. Okay. People give that girl such a hard time. I think it's the, like the granddaughter of the lady who invented it. Okay. Like, that's how long it's been around. Okay. It's so brilliant. So I heard a plastic surgeon talk about silicone patches. I couldn't believe a plastic surgeon talking about this at a conference. Yeah. He's like, if you don't sell, he's talking to medical aesthetic uh, like med spa owners. It's like, if you don't sell this to patients, like he was like, give them something to do at home that extends the results when it comes to Botox. Right. Because especially if you don't want Botox and how he explained it, I never heard explained it this way. And it's actually hard to find this information online, but he's right. And I've heard the, <laughs> but he's right. And I've heard the frowning girl talk about this. What, what your skin thinks is happening when you put a silicone patch on it. It thinks it's like your head, you, you know, just press on your legs right now yeah so and all of a sudden the muscle it trains the muscles to calm the fuck down oh. it does work do i have any lines on my forehead and glabella at all no you look insane so, do you know why <laughs> i have full movement thank you first of all but i work at it i massage my face twice a day but i'm not adding remind me to tell you about uh atomic habits and uh, habit oh, stacking yeah. and all that good stuff okay i don't there's no extra step i take i just massage my moisturizer into my face i'm telling you that like i don't have any lines on my forehead uh, because I wear patches all the time, and I'm just not super as expressive anymore because those patches train my muscles to calm down. Really? Now, some people can't sleep in them. That's the best way to do it because you got like yeah. eight, eight-ish hours of something literally pressing on your muscle. Yeah. They do work. And I have injectors. I have other doctors that make No, they don't. I was like, look up the research on this, and I'm yeah, living proof like, that these work. It's in your best worth. interest that they don't work. I oh, my that. gosh. It's fantastic. <laughs> but even that girl that I was telling you about that's just like fixated on these teeny, tiny lines, and she looks amazing. Yeah. I'm like, just wear your silicone patch. But some people... Or in massage as much as you can. I love using fashion. So a good combination for whoever asked this question. If I was going to pick the best combination possible that you actually were going to stick with, mm -hmm. I would use Revox 7. That's also from Revision. It has some plant peptides in it. It is that we call it topical Botox. They say people, Ooh. it picks up where Botox leaves off, just like little lines on top. Okay. I would use a fascia blaster. Mm, um, yeah. I'd actually put Revox 7 on before you put the patch on because your skin has to be bone dry before you put those patches on or they won't stick. Okay. But Revox 7 will rub into your skin pretty well. So will some retinols. Mm. Mm. See, you're like, like hot, you're like hot boxing. Ooh, Something that's now active, we're talking. Right? <laughs> Is that what that closet is? <laughs> I always show up to my appointments with Mandy like super stoned because I know I'm going to just be laying on this like warm cloud of a like table with nothing to do. And I'm just like, hey, Mandy. <laughs> like, oh, <Best>. God. 
<laughs> we stab you with needles. Um, but so for so for 11, sure, could Botox fix it? Absolutely. But if that's not what you want to do, can you fix it yourself? Absolutely. And do not listen to any injector that tells you otherwise. It just takes a lot of elbow grease at home. Yeah. So like one night, you could do, let's, let's, let's do go back and forth, the two best things you could do. Okay. Let's just say like on a Monday night, you did a little Revox 7 on that area. You put a silicone patch there, whichever. There's so many silicone patches. I don't care which one you use. Find one that you like. Okay. Um, put that silicone patch on, sleep in it, call it a day. Maybe the next night, you're just going to rub in a little bit of whatever, whatever other serum. Maybe it's, maybe it's your retinol. And you're going to use a fascia blaster on top. So mm. read about fascia blasters. I'm a huge fan. I have seven of them. And I always hide them when I have my house clean because it looks like I have all these sex toys in my shower because <laughs> I have them for the body because it, it stretches fascia bands too that, that, that cause dimples. Yeah. It is amazing for just like, oh, it's amazing for so many things. We'll go down the fascia blaster. We're I'm a whole other time. Fan of I'm a huge yeah. fan of it. But yeah. also, to, actually, this touches on the question before about like little crow's feet. You have to be careful around the eye because you don't want to actually ever rupture any fat cells. Okay, that makes sense. The face. You have to be careful around the eye, but I love that thing. And I love it for neck rings too. Ooh. Big time. Nasal labial folds. But yeah, I would do back and forth with those. Okay. Yeah. So I think, and I know the person who asked this, so I'm wondering... Uh, if I can read between the lines, no pun intended. Okay. But, I, and for me, like, I see the ads for those silicone things. I'm like, I'm not sleeping in that. I'm going to look ridiculous. And it's you fine will. if you're sleeping alone. Totally. But it's like, so you don't, the fact that you don't have to wear it every single night, I think is a no. big piece of information that you I'm also, intrigued by. <laughs> and you're all, sorry to interrupt you. It's, no. um, you also, it's, you don't have to sleep in it. That's just when you're, so what, what happens is that not only does it train your muscles, but it creates an environment of homeostasis. Homeostasis just means, uh, to, in layman's terms, a perfect environment, mm-hmm. home-like environment for your skin. Mm-hmm. It tra- traps moisture, which is called transepidermal water loss. It tra- You lose about 40% of moisture comes through your skin at night-ish. Um, and it traps all of it, so it creates this perfect environment. And everyone, when it, by, I will say, whenever you see any of the patches, like it creates collagen and elastin. Bullshit! No, it does not, because it's not injuring the skin. You have right. to injure the skin, just like you have to injure the muscle to create collagen and elastin. Mm-hmm. When people, say, it's like drinking a protein shake and all of a sudden yeah. being like, I'm going to have a six pack tomorrow. Yeah. Drink, take a collagen supplement and be like, I'm going to have a bunch more collagen. No, bull. You have to injure the skin to create collagen and elastin. Are you saying collagen supplements don't work? So collagen supplements, there is a little bit of, I've, I've, I've heard about some white papers. There is, are some studies. This is me taking a step back than how, what I used to think about this, mm-hmm. but there are some new studies that at call it can build a tiny, a little bit of collagen um, okay. by taking some or even but just not having like more. But not like it's pro- advertised. No. Oh my God. No, no. It is literally the same thing as having a, having a protein shake and expecting to have a bicep without working out your, causing those micro tears yeah. at the gym by, you know, picking up a dumbbell and actually doing curls, right? Okay. Same exact thing. You have to the skin yeah. in different ways to create collagen and elastin. So anything that you're ever putting on topical that's like it creates collagen and elastin, bull. Okay, it so crazy. This is not the next question. This is me. Okay, uh, but but I want to piggyback off of that. You said something to me once that made so much sense to me, and I think it was during our consultation before I did the plasma pen. You made a comment because I was like, I don't know, like, do I need like Botox? Do I need fillers? Like, what's the situation? And you explained to me that if you don't have good collagen, the filler just sits like on your face and then you just have this filler face which I see happen to people all the time and so I hadn't made that connection between needing to address your collagen either in conjunction with filler or prior to filler I think what you mean is that if you're doing so when you start having volume loss that is Mm -hmm. what this this that is what filler replaces a lot of injectors and you hear plastic surgeons especially might have a couple favorite ones that are in California talk Mm -hmm. about this a lot that that 
injectors are putting filler in the wrong place, places we don't lose volume. Did you know you don't lose volume in your cheeks? You don't lose volume in your lips? <laughs> your cheeks fall. That's why we start looking very square. If you keep stacking filler up here just to lift things yeah. up, it just pushes it out. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I need some under eye filler because yep. all of a sudden my cheeks are jacked up. Yep. Now we do lose volume in our temples. We do lose volume underneath our eyes. Like those are the places that filler I think is more appropriate mm-hmm. every injector listening to that to be like ah I yeah. disagree with you and that's fine I get my information from well-respected plastic surgeons not from injectors who are PAs and nurses yeah. even though there are many that are fabulous but I'm just seeing people like like nasal labial fold filler that uh-huh. is not where you lose volume that's where people that's why all of a sudden like you need to tighten the cheeks back up that right. you have that fold is just because you've lost some elastin you lost that some collagen sense. you need to tighten all this back up and sometimes a facelift is the way to go if it bothers somebody that bad Badly. Yeah. Or some people just need like just like some fat removed. There's lots of different devices that do that these days. Sure. When people have volume loss, I'm a huge fan of fat transfer mm-hmm. over. And again, injectors are never going to steer you that way yeah. because they can't legally do it. It has to be done by a doctor. Right. But if you're all of a sudden being like, you know what, there's, because like, let's talk about the eyes. Okay. The eyes and the neck age 10 years faster than the rest of the face. Mm. Same with the hands because it's 10 times thinner-ish. Mm. It can be a little bit different for different people, but that, let's just, that's, it's about that. So when I'm trying to build up collagen and elastin, like I can build up collagen and elastin in those areas all day long. But when mm-hmm. you have, especially around the eyes, when you have, there's only so much I can build up. People also had fat loss. And so, and so all of a sudden, sometimes you have people that have those fat pads, those really the oval fat pads, yeah. and they're losing collagen, and they're just they're starting to see them more because they're losing collagen and elastin around it. Mm. And the best bet really is just to, and be, people will come to me and be like, what do I do about puffy eyes? I'm like, is it puffy from inflammation, water retention, or is it puffy from fat pads? And that is, I can't do anything about either one. Yeah. One is more lymphatic drainage, what you can do with like massage and gua sha. Surgery. Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, I don't want to have surgery. I'm like, well, I, I understand <laughs> that is usually what people say to me, but I don't want to yeah. have surgery. But once people start getting filler, and 80% of people, 80% are not candidates for filler underneath the eye because that skin is so thin. Think about mm-hmm. if we were to take a drop of water and put it like anywhere on this table, right? It would mm-hmm. magnify what's underneath there. Mm-hmm. I have people that get, I, I encourage people to get filler dissolved underneath their eyes all the time. They'll come to me and that, that, that hollow sunken in tear trough is all mm-hmm. puffed up with filler. I can see it. I can feel it. They're like, something just looks weird. I'm like, they put it too shallow or they're just not, they, either they didn't put it in the right place or they're yeah. just not a candidate for it. Yeah. And also they're like, man, I also wanted this to cover up these circles I have underneath my eyes, which isn't a big deal. That's blood supply to your eyes. Yeah. But you start seeing it more as you get older because you lost collagen and elastin mm-hmm. and fat. Mm-hmm. So all those things are more flesh tone, right? Yeah. And so it covers that up. So when people start seeing it and they want to get filler to cover it up, the filler can actually magnify it. I've noticed that with clients. It looks more crazy. More times than not, it doesn't look good. So what I tell them, they'll go get it dissolved. Mm-hmm. I have like a guy I send everybody to to get it dissolved. And they go get it dissolved. Mm-hmm. And they then I'm like, I encourage people to get a fat transfer. Yeah. And then it's just as they take it. Um, there's different doctors that have different methods of doing it. I heard that some doctors now do it when you're awake, which I, <gasps> if they don't have to remove the fat underneath there, I've heard, I know there's one doctor in Marietta that does it while you're awake. Where I'm like, oh my God. But usually they have to put you under. So I want to I tell everyone listening this. A lot of people think like, oh my gosh, that just sounds so scary. But if you're already considering that, you're going to have to keep doing it. And you're going to have to keep doing it. You have to keep doing it. And guess what? Fat transfer is permanent. Yeah, do it once and do it right. Yep. And so there are a handful of people that all of a sudden their body just doesn't take right there. And the body absorbs the fat and they call it a day. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. you're just not somebody who just accepts it. But Mm -hmm. once you have fat, your body develops a blood supply to that fat to keep it there. It is brilliant. 
And it's like a one and done kind of thing. Yeah. So that's good to know. And some people just don't want to go under the knife because they don't want the anesthesia. They don't mm-hmm. just want the, you know, they're going through their liver and having to deal with that. So I tell people like, hey, if you're ever considering like, you know, a, a breast lift, you're ever considering you have like a hernia. Do it at the same like, time. Do it at the same time. Yes. Do it, you can, doctors, especially if they have permissions at the same hospital, will do They'll coordinate. Mm-hmm. Piece of cake. You're already paying for OR and anesthesia. Yeah. And if you could have OR, OR and anesthesia for something like you're having like a knee replacement, like, hey, can I do a fat transfer under my eyes? Fuck yeah. I know that sounds crazy. No, yes, you absolutely efficient. can. But I will tell you if you're having like, something important like a knee replacement yeah. that you have to you need to find a doctor who has permit that you like that has permissions at the hospital don't do this yeah. the other way around yeah, get yeah, mad yeah. at your the, the plastic surgeon that you like that can't per- do the surgery that right that happens a lot that makes sense yeah the you doctor's not going to go get permission hospital. at the hospital just to, just to do this for you yeah so. absolutely yeah um i think people hear the word surgery and get spooked and uh it's like not that big of a deal it's not that big of a deal <laughs> If it's something that really bothers you and you're just looking at yourself in the mirror all the time, you just hate yeah. it so much, or you hate, like, oh my goodness, I know people who have just don't like their jaw, it's more like recessed, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they think something's wrong with, you know, they, they think they're like, oh, I have a big nose or something like that. I'm like, I think they look beautiful. Yeah. But all of a sudden, they, what, what it is that they just maybe, I, I know a guy, oh man, he's so famous, <laughs> and I can't <laughs> say his name. He was filming here, he's from LA, and I was like, I said, do you have any implants? And I, I, I was doing something electrical on him. Oh, I was doing laser hair removal. Uh-huh. I said, do you have any implants? And he was 22. He was here filming. Okay. And he said, oh, I actually do have a chin implant. And I was like, what? And I'd never felt one. Well, I might have felt one. I'd never known it was a chin implant. Yeah. And he was the one who told me, he's like, oh, my gosh. He showed me a picture of what he used to look like. A turtle. He kind of (laughs) did. Yeah. And so he got this chin implant. (laughs) Oh, you know what? (laughs) Now... Respect yes. the um, not him. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> not him. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, just like gave this guy so much confidence to have. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a, the, the rest of his jaw looked great. So okay, there's lots of things that can be done. Yeah, yeah. Lots I prefer people like. So it's funny because you went. You think that like skipping all the intense stuff and going straight to plasma fibroblasts yeah. was extreme. Like I think people should skip all the filler. Mm-hmm. and just go just go straight to fat transfer yeah I mean if you can afford it and you can take the time and do it it makes sense and there's so much bad filler we've all seen it yep and I think people can make themselves look older than they actually are with yep. improper relationship with their injector <laughs> I agree and when you start looking for fat transfers there's some doctors call it fat repositioning okay yep. so either or and there are lots of people that uh, it is it is a thing now and it's oh, awesome. Can you donate fat towards the- <laughs> I was like, wait, I can take it from my thighs. Exactly. My exactly. For those in need. <laughs> they do take it from there. <laughs> I'm a philanthropist, everybody. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Next question is, <clears throat> best way to communicate problem areas and treatment needs to your esthetician or germ? To, I would, before you go, a lot of people get nervous when mm-hmm. they walk in. One of the reasons I rent space from the place I rent space is that it's just so welcoming. Yeah. And the, the reason Accurate. why is that it's called white coat syndrome. Mm. White coat syndrome is when people just get nervous and they just all of a sudden they think Freeze that that up. person is their boss. Like, no, that person works for you. Yeah. That is, that, that's not your boss. If you don't like something that any doctor, any doctor says, if you have stage four breast cancer, you don't like what your oncologist says, get another opinion. Absolutely. It's just like they, that is white coat syndrome. You do what they have to do. Oh, they said I had to do chemo and this and that. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. cool. Take their opinion. They're an expert. Yeah. But you don't but have to do anything one. that they say. Same goes, let's dumb it down. <laughs> Same goes with like 
medical aesthetics. Mm -hmm. So I tell people who just naturally get nervous and they do it, they think they're also being judged when they walk in there, just write it all down. Yeah. And it's fine also if you just, like people will forget, some people will bring a bag of product, mm -hmm. write it all down and then I will tell you, and I always follow up, this is me personally, I follow up with an email and if you want to follow up, if, ask your provider, whoever's talking to you, to follow up with an email too and also bring a notepad. Yeah, I, I talk really fast in a consultation, but I know that I do this, so I say I'm going to follow up. You don't have to remember any of this with bullet points yeah. and, and links to products. And you like I say half the people that talk with me don't even do anything Yeah. Um, because I just want to give them, my, my job is just to be a vessel of information. Yes. That's, that's why I started my own practice because I just wanted to be more ethical about it because a lot yeah. of people just don't know this. Why would they know these things? Absolutely. And there's it's a predatory industry. So yes. I think there's so much, like we said, bad information. Yes. So that makes sense. Just get your mind clear prior to your appointment. And, and relax. And just like, it, but the thing is, you're going to go into this practice. They're trying to sell you stuff. Mm -hmm. You're going to go in thinking that you want, you know what? I just want to do a, a little chemical peel. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're going to tell you, you should get <laughs> filler in your jaw, in yeah. your chin, of this bump on your nose. Let's mm -hmm. raise your brows and do some sort of like RF microneedling. Yeah. Unless you're like, what the fuck? I just came in thinking. And granted, you probably don't know what would treat the concern you came in for. But at the same time, when people start talking about filler and Botox, that happens yeah. at some doctor's offices. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Stand advice. your ground. You're the Stand boss. Stand your ground. Yeah. I love that. Next question. Best way to remove makeup is. Oh, dot, dot, dot. Ready? Yeah. Grapeseed oil. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Grapeseed oil has a very low molecular weight so it's it's safe on like on acne it won't mm -hmm. break you out mm -hmm. grapeseed oil is also it's called a carrier oil mm -hmm. it is naturally cleansing i will say grapeseed oil also goes rampant some people know this it goes rancid easily yeah yeah yeah. I've heard so that. don't keep it in your shower um just keep it in like a cool dry dark place yeah. and so i keep it and so that's how i take keep off it makeup. next to your sex toy yes <laughs> <laughs> And so I will use a little circular foam makeup pad. And so yeah. I will wipe off my, all my makeup with that. Uh -huh. And then I use my hands, I use my hand soap. I wash it and I keep wiping it. And mine's white. So I keep no, I keep wiping it until it's not. Okay. And I just keep washing it, wiping it, washing it, wiping it. Yeah. And if you don't want to wash your face again after that, you're fine. But you don't need a separate, this goes back to eye creams. You do not need a separate eye makeup remover that you do with your cleanser. Okay. A good cleanser you should be able to use around your eyes. Okay. Good to know. Masks are so fun. What should we look for if we want them to actually do something for us? Great question. So the best thing you can ever do is to prep your skin before the mask. I want mm. you to scrub the shit out of your face. Don't be afraid to touch your face. Usually a lot of us learn this from our moms about like, oh, don't touch your face too much. Just pat on your skincare. Yeah, get in you know, there. Like, oh my gosh, get in there. You should be hot pink or you should just have like a glow to you after you have exfoliated your face. You should be exfoliating twice a week. Okay. I do it on Wednesday and Sunday like clockwork. Like that is also when I water <laughs> outdoor plants, indoor plants. This I is when it. I exfoliate. Like I routine. have like my things. That's part of your routine. Yeah. We'll get to the habit thing in a minute. It's yes. so important. When you get all that dead skin off, it's the same thing when it comes to like retinol use. People are like, oh my gosh, I started using retinol or retinol and I started flaking like crazy. I'm like, what well, helps with cellular turnover? Yeah. So of course it's going to flake. That's a I great thing. I love seeing the flakes. I'm Me like, get too. out of here, old skin. So exfoliate it. Whether you want to use like some kind of enzyme mask, which is going to eat the dead skin, or whether you're going to have like a moisture mask, get all that dead skin off first. Yeah. Wipe your face and then put the mask on. So if it's going to be, you want like a brightening mask, look for things like pumpkin or papaya. It should be a little mm. spicy when it goes on. You want to do more moisture, look for something that has, of course, like hyaluronic acid in it. Yeah. Now, if you want to do a DIY mask because you're on a tight budget, y'all, use the inside of a banana peel and just wipe it on your face and, or mix it with just like a little bit of 
um, avocado. Like those, yeah. like the banana peel, honey, uh, uh, honey says a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> eggs, um, mayonnaise. Yes, eggs, mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know someone's vegan? They'll tell you over and over and over again. The same way um, you know if they've run the New York Marathon. <laughs> or if they're a skydiver. <laughs> or if they do CrossFit. Yeah, or yeah, if they're yeah. in the military. Yes. They will tell you. <laughs> you never have to ask. That's funny. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, there's so many DIY masks you can do at home. Anything that's orange, mm-hmm. carrot, like carrot juice. Like just like putting that on your face, mm-hmm. um, yams. Like putting that on your face. Anything that's orange has vitamin A. Vitamin A is a skincare vitamin. Retinol, Retin A, vitamin mm-hmm. A. Anything that's orange. Oh my gosh, such a. This smells like a bag of rotten assholes. But <laughs> how would you know? wait for it? <laughs> well, I do Remember a lot. I used to live in LA. I was like. <laughs> tell you about that in a minute um i will say brazilian you know sometimes if someone's just worked out and i'm doing brazilian laser hair removal Ooh. it's not always you know hey it's nice to shower before you do anything Duh. thank you we appreciate you <laughs> <laughs> um but you can it's called sea buckthorn oil sea buckthorn is a superfood it is in a, um, some skincare you'll see more of that sea buckthorn astaxanthin these are all things that are just more in the orange family okay. all those things are really good like that is such a good mask to put on you are bright orange you need to remove it with that grapeseed oil it's like so you can remove oil with oil which is kind of cool that is cool um and it's great so so it's october people are gonna have their hands on a lot of pumpkins should we be taking these pumpkin guts and rubbing them on our face oh my gosh absolutely pumpkin puree it's fantastic for you actually will feel a little tingly if the uh, pumpkin puree has some um really good enzymes in it so it's like little pac-man eating the dead skin that's what an enzyme mask does enzymes are like little Mm pac-man that just eat the dead skin Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so the best way to get something out of your face mask is to do a little mise en place and just prep that skin. Prep it, yep. Okay, fabulous. Next question. The most important step in an anti-aging skincare routine besides SPF is... Oh, dot, I, was about dot, to, dot. I was about to like, cut you on like, SPF! <laughs> Tretinoin. I, that's what I would have said. Hands down. Okay, or I retinol. Agree. Some people just have tried tretinoin, even if it's just like the lowest dose. It's, it's, it's t- for those who it. don't know this, <laughs> uh, tretinoin is a prescription. You need to get it from your dermatologist. And any dermatologist will write this for you because it is the number one anti-aging that you can do. But it is the most preventative. And it that's actually so is, it is so good for you. It is yeah. so good for you. And hey, do you don't have to just do face, just face neck, decollete in the back of your hands. I always. Always. Yeah. Um, and if you work up to using it every night. But even if you're just using it like couple times a week fantastic mm-hmm. it's fine but even if you don't want to do the tretinoin route if you have tried it and retinol is the way to go great some people say oh i have a little retinol in my uh in my nighttime moisturizer mm-hmm. you're not getting that much retinol out of it but yeah. if that is all your skin can handle i'm proud of you yeah and yes you can put retinol around your eyes yeah that is good to know my favorite is do you know A313 or A313 from France? That's so pretty when you say it. <laughs> say it again. A313. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, it's like a really famous, like cult following French retinol. Okay. And it's like 10 euros when you get in France. You can buy it on FrenchPharmacy.com for like $20. Wow. Um, but it's more gentle than Trentinoin. Okay. But it is same concept, and I'm yeah. obsessed with that shit. Great. So I'll alternate like a tube of that with a tube of like 0.05 trend <laughs> That's fantastic. And some people have asked me before, like, so that always goes on at night mm-hmm. um, and it goes on dry skin. Mm-hmm. So I will say if you're actually doing the grapeseed oil wipe, make sure that people are like, do I have to wash it? If I'm doing the retinol at night, this is a great question. If I'm doing the retinol at night, do I need, or if I'm doing the um, 
retinol and I and I've just done like a oil cleanse uh-huh. to oil block the absorption of retinol I'm like that good is question. so good that, yeah it's a great question like I, w- I just take my towel and just like really wipe it off you don't need to wash okay. your face more okay just That's like make sure it's just nice and dry okay perfect um all right <laughs> spill the tea what percentage of straight dudes are getting Botox so um, what I do I'm a medical esthetician so I don't I don't I'm not an injector uh, that would be a better question for an injector not a lot Okay. <laughs> I was, I read this one and I was like, that's a Mike question. <laughs> that, um, yeah, that would be, yeah, Mike, Mike would be able to answer that, but, yeah. uh, but not a lot and not enough. I would say get some Botox <laughs> guys, step it up. I have someone bring their husband to me next week. Just, Good. just for like microneedling. It's annoying it, as fuck. Well, sometimes people just don't want to hear it from their wives or that makes they, sense. They don't you, you, stereotypically straight men just don't want to be told that yeah but if they hear it from me but I am I'm so proud a friend of mine from middle school I've been mm-hmm. working on him I've done two microneedling treatments a little laser hair removal on his neck and I've done um, some laser treatments around his eyes nice. and I was so proud because it, it usually it's when someone's usually it's when they get divorced or mm-hmm. there's a breakup and all of a sudden they're looking at themselves in the mirror and like he got back God to damn. the gym he bought a motorcycle <laughs> like total midlife crisis nice. um, bought a motorcycle got back to the gym his he's an empty nester he had kids when he was young uh-huh. empty nester his boys are gone and so he started dating and so he was like, what should I do? He's like, yeah. I don't want her to know. I'm like, let's microneedle you. Yes. She'll never know. Yeah. And she's probably heard of it and she'd be proud of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wish more straight men would just like actually look in the mirror and be like, hmm, that's changed. If, should if, I if address it? <laughs> just the biggest, the biggest, um, and why men stereotypically age more like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Because they wash their face with the same thing they wash their ball sack with. <laughs> They're shaving. They're exfoliating oh, all the time. <laughs> yep. That's why they get the deep forehead wrinkles and like the rest of their face looks like good. And for for people who shave their legs, like our people who don't like like men, like let's say you have a man. Let's just say a stereotypical a woman, right? <laughs> um, you're gonna have like we're exfoliating legs yeah. whenever you shave more often. So that's why people like dermaplaning more much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More that much, more much, more much. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it comes down to exfoliating. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Um, uh, Do we even answer that question? Oh, that uh, was a Botox question. Yeah. Men should just exfoliate more, wear moisturizer and sunscreen. Yeah. Especially bald men. Uh, Yes, I agree. We love a bald king. Um, Mm. uh, That's not sarcasm. I genuinely do. (laughs) (laughs) That was my type my entire life. Yeah. Until the guy I just started dating. Oh, really? Yeah. Who has long Willie Nelson braids. Really? He's the sexiest thing on the planet. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yep. You flipped it and reversed I it. I did. <laughs> I love it. He's my midlife crisis. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Well, cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Does Botox become less effective over time? And if so, because of aging or tolerance to it? No, it doesn't become, the, the Botox mm-hmm. itself doesn't become less effective. And if yeah. someone thinks that happened, they might have switched injectors mm. that might reconstitute it a little differently yeah I know, <laughs> I know what you're saying <laughs> it happens people who are in their 20s that start doing the preventative botox mm-hmm. there are some injectors that say to start doing that start doing that baby botox so yeah. that you're training your muscle not to get too strong but you'll yeah. have plastic surgeons i just heard one my favorite one talk about this he's like you're not going to let your muscles develop he's like what do you think is going to happen if you don't let that muscle develop it's just going to start Ooh. getting heavy he's like he was, I, he's, he's very much against preventative botox yeah he's like people should start getting a little bit of it when just if they, if they just if there's nothing else that can be done, yeah, and they can just like especially people who have that really strong 11s, that muscle, mm-hmm. especially that so many teachers talk to me about this, mm-hmm. um, but also knowing an injector who knows how to just put just feather a little bit so you still have some movement, 
Yeah. Bless her heart, Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> who I heard is just an angel. I, I saw her in a couple movies where they put so much Botox right in the middle, but none on the sides. She yes. had these little like, I, she's she my example her, all the time. These little pumpkin brows on the big side. Big little eyes. And I'm like, does someone talk? Someone has got to talk to her about this. Yeah. I mean, I should probably say most celebrities get Botox in a little little nip tuck here and there and oh, some treatments. But it's just like that that one was obvious. That one was so obvious. Because the center of her forehead was her so flat and then right over her. Um Sarah Blakely is another one where I'm like, you can afford the best injection artist that exists. How yep. has this happened? Yep. But it's interesting. I uh, I think I was 30 35 or 36 when I got Botox for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was very my friends listening to this episode are gonna laugh at me. I was kind of like annoyingly self-righteous about not doing it for a long time, but it's the preventative baby Botox always felt wrong to me. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I really was like, okay, I'm seeing some soft lines in my forehead that don't go away when I relax. And so that's when I started to dip my toes into some subtle Botoxing. Um, But when people ask me like, I don't know, like when is it time to get Botox? My answer is like one to three years before you are asking, should I be getting Botox? (laughs) (laughs) But you could like, I'm looking at you now, like you have, you have movement of your eyebrows. You're still be able to express and my it. Botox, I saw Mike two weeks ago, almost uh, two weeks ago. Exactly. So it's yep. like fresh. It's, it looks great. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I agree. That's what everybody needs to find themselves. Themselves a Mike. Um, well, they need to find if they're, if you're listening and you're in Atlanta, just go to Mike. Yeah. Um, he's going to be on at some point so we can talk all things injectables. He's going to um, talk about like he's, he's, I, I have had patients that I've told like, you need to buy a new face device to tighten the muscles yeah. in your skin. Cause like we're, we're just talking about skin here. Right. Yeah. And like, I'm not a fan of threads he mm-hmm. does threads but like he but that his bread and butter is injectables and he's an expert and he's a pa yeah so he has he does his thing and i've seen what works for me yeah and so it works for my patients yeah it's not because i can't do botox and, mm-hmm. and filler i can have it done for free anywhere in this town sure i just choose not to yeah because i know that the other things that work absolutely and so they can talk to me about so they can go to him but he and i are friends and he's i'm a huge fan of his yeah and it's just I'm not a fan of threads. Yeah, I agree with that as an uneducated third party in this conversation. <laughs> They're supposed to dissolve, and they don't always dissolve. They do produce a little bit of collagen, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes they just, it's, it's, it's risky. Yeah. Well, and you, I had been to who I will describe as a predator mm-hmm. for my first two appointments of injectables and I got hard sold on Sculptra Um, and then I saw Mandy and she was like oh those are like microplastics that never break down in your skin and I was like what the (laughs) fuck like I don't want that in my fucking face. And it has a cult following. Some people will do sculpture and sculpture and that's it because it does produce, because of what's in it, does produce a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit of collagen. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you cannot dissolve it, besides mm-hmm. even what's in it, forget all that part. The fact that you can't dissolve it, if you don't like it, you're stuck with yeah, it. And people think that, that, that fillers always break down. No, they don't. I'll, people, I can tell people who have a ton of cheek fillers, like, I haven't had it in two years. And there. yeah. yeah you have slow, and volume is supposed to break down in like 18 months. It's like... No, it's still there. It can be there for 10 years. It could be, like, it, it does not, like, any plastic will tell you that when they go in to do a facelift, they'll have filler mm-hmm. that's, like, they could be 15 years old. It's still sitting there. Fuck. There's no promise. And so, with that being said, even if you didn't, he had filler and you didn't like it, you want to broke, break it down, mm-hmm. that with, with sculpture, you cannot. Yeah, that's so, terrifying. But and they don't, don't tell you that when you're, no, like, of course not. oh, how do I look younger? But I will say, people who like sculpture, because sculpture, I've, I've seen injectors that are doing a really good job with it. 
stay with the injector that does a good job with it. Yeah. Or just look at their reviews and just ask, you know, yes. a lot of injectors, especially if you're new to a certain town, you don't know who to go to. Mm-hmm. Speak to their patients. Mm-hmm. See before and after photos. Always ask for before and after photos. Especially with really sculpture. And there's some really good people. Um, what's the biggest mistake that people are making with their skin? Waiting until they're in their 60s and 70s. And if you're in your 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s listening to this, when you start then uh, with anything, mm-hmm. it's just, it's going to take so much more effort. Mm-hmm. And I, I break people's hearts all the time yeah. of being like, uh, they'll, they'll say like, so-and-so only did three, you know, laser treatments. And I'm like, you need like eight. Yeah. And it's, and when people also show me like, oh, I had a lady who's in her seventies, show me a picture of her in a bikini on a beach when she was in her twenties. She was a, um, like a beauty queen. Uh-huh. And she, this is 50 years later. She'd never done anything to her skin. And they also, I think it's also expectations of thinking that you're going to go pay sometimes a few thousand dollars yeah. for a series of treatments. Yeah. And you're going to expect to do to have these certain results. That's mm-hmm. a mistake a lot of people make too. It's, it's just we, uh, in, in medical aesthetics or aesthetics in general, we compare it to dentists. Like you're not gonna go get your teeth cleaned twice a year and not brush and floss your teeth. Right, And just right, be right. like, I can't believe that the dentist didn't do their job not seeing results. Yeah. No, we're there for some heavy lifting, but the most mm-hmm. important thing that you do is at home. So I guess like a two-part answer to that is not waiting until then to start doing some, to injure your skin, just like you wouldn't put off going to the gym. We know right. we need to work out even if you just hate it. I hate it. Yeah. But I do it anyways because I know it's good for me. Yeah. So it, it's the biggest, it's the, it's the organ that is forward facing to everybody. It's what we see all the time. And it is mm-hmm. the biggest organ on our body. It's also the last detox organ on our body. So it's really important yeah. just to take care of it. Yeah. So, yeah, not waiting too long, but also having realistic expectations when you do get into that game of getting more medical aesthetics treatments, of mm-hmm. setting your expectations and following some at-home protocol like taking vitamin C, which that builds collagen. Right, so don't let the train leave the station and then get mad that you <laughs> can't put See, it back in. <laughs> can you be my long-winded translator? <laughs> sure. Yes, yes, in life. <laughs> Just don't wait so fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> sounds so vague and terrible. No. It's, yeah. I mean... And just setting realistic expectations whenever you get into the game about what you're getting. Yeah, I yeah. think that's great advice. Also, don't I, I actually now I think about it, having the guts to do what you did. That's fair. Of being like, you know what? You want a big result? Let's go the most aggressive we can. It's going to scare the shit out of you. You're going to look like a monster, literal yeah. monster. Your pictures are crazy. Yeah, my pictures are but insane. But you know what? People are happy. <laughs> this one lady, I only have one other person who, besides you, and she's 40 years older than you are. Oh, damn. She got exactly what you did, face. Oh, she did face and neck. You just did face. Yeah. Face and neck. She got a heavy-handed one, tons of sun nice. damage. And she said that, like three months later that her grandson said that she looked Photoshopped. Oh, that is like the best compliment I've ever received ever. But that That's was also awesome. her. She she used a human growth factor on her skin at home afterwards. She yes. used this, the medical grade silicone gel. Mm-hmm. She like did her homework. She took she she took more protein. She made sure she get enough protein to the vitamin C supplement. Vitamin C. So it's also that's the mistake people make is not doing their homework at home and not going aggressive enough for your concern. Yeah. Well, I know when I was healing from that, I'm like, this wasn't cheap, and I don't I can't take time off from work like this regularly. Mm-mm. I want to maximize my my results, and so I was obsessive with following your post op protocol. You did a great job. And it fucking worked. Yep. Yeah. So listen to the experts, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, this is going to be a long answer. Any shocking skin facts? Oh, shocking skin facts. Like somebody said to me once, like, you start losing collagen when you're 16 or like some, or you start oh, losing those? bone density yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're oh, 32. Oh, oh, let like, me crack my back for this. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. 
all right, yeah, that, I didn't know what you meant. <laughs> I'm like, 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 have I ever found one of those bot flies under the Ooh. skin? No, I have not, but oh. <laughs> but I'd love I to. I do love taking out taking skin tags off people. I feel like I should pay people when I do that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Starting at about depending on your, if you're a decently healthy person, you're not you know smoking a pack of Marble Reds a day and yeah, you know going to tanning bed mm-hmm. in your early to mid twenties. That is when you start losing collagen about one percent a year. Now oh, here's the shocking part. That's why a lot of like athletes right out of college, you know, that's when they're at their, their peak, unless you're like Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that is when just like collagen is so high. Okay. So for some reason, we're not totally sure why elastin, so you have collagen and elastin, they're both proteins. Collagen is that youthful, pillowy protein in the skin. Then you have elastin, that's like that coil protein mm-hmm. in the skin, everything's high and tight. People start thinking they're aging when they start losing more elastin. Mm-hmm. You don't really notice volume as much. Look at a picture of Angelina Jolie in her 20s and now. Mm-hmm. I think she probably had a little bit of work done, but maybe not. She's so, she's so tiny. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't have a lot of volume anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that's like loss of volume, but she still has a lot of elastin, whether mm-hmm. that's uh, you know, some aesthetic treatments or who knows what. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but that's like she's a good example of like, look at those pictures of her now. So people really come to us when uh, they start losing elastin. You start losing elastin, late 30s, early 40s. Okay. And you start losing it pretty quickly. Okay. And so all of a sudden it's just like, what is happening? People just notice like I hit 40 or I had a baby, you know, at 38 mm-hmm. or I started menopause early like me, mm-hmm. um, perimenopause. And it's like, what is going on? So starting in your 40s, you're losing collagen and elastin. That's when people really start seeing more aging. Mm-hmm. And when you start losing elastin and when you start noticing it, that is when you need to do thermal injuries. Thermal injuries are your RF microneedlings. And by the way, when I say RF microneedlings, the machines that you hear of all the time, you hear of Morpheus ate a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, uh, such a waste of money. Because oh, really? Unless Morpheus, uh, InMode um, has done a really good job of just promoting Morpheus 8. Yeah. You would never go 8 millimeters into the face. You wouldn't really go more than like 1.5 millimeters into the face. Mm-hmm. If you're doing more stuff on the body or you're ever doing something to, to try to melt some fat, sure, it's great. Yeah. You don't want to go that far down. or Otherwise, you're going to melt fat in the face. Oh, we don't so want So unless that. you're doing a of body treatments, Morpheus 8 is a total waste of money. Okay. So, and they're also no. going to charge you because you're going to pay a premium for Morpheus 8. Um, yeah. There's a lot of, again, a lot of plastics that are just anti-Morpheus 8 because they're like, what are you doing? You're going to melt your face if you're ever going to go that deep. Yeah. But you have like Profound, you have Infini, you have Morpheus 8, you have Secret RF, you have Vivace, they're all, you have um, Cellfirm, I think that's what it's called. Um, that's what Mike uses. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, yeah. they will all tell you, all the reps from all those different companies will tell you why theirs is best and they're really all about the same. They all have these certain functions that are, that are okay. But anyways, um, um, those, those are things that will tighten your skin. Okay. And that is stuff you need to start doing when you're... I just want everybody to know the difference between... Those are all yeah. RF microneedling machines. But then you have just laser treatments. There's all sorts of different laser treatments that treat different things, whether you just want to tighten or treat pigment or whatever. Yeah. But you, in your 40s, you should be doing all of those, not just basic microneedling, not just basic facials, not just basic peels. Yeah. None of those produce elastin. Okay. So here's the shocking part. When you start menopause, perimenopause, and that mm-hmm. five, about, about five years you go through menopause, you lose 3% of collagen elastin. So <laughs> when people come to me after they have finished menopause and they're like, ah, my face just melted during menopause. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> that is what happened. And it didn't Fuck. melt. It just like, it just <laughs> fell, it just fell more because you lost a lot of elastin. So, yeah. so usually what I tell people to do, if you just want to maintain and build up 1% of collagen elastin, you just need one treatment a year. But most mm-hmm. people want to do more than that and do something like at least twice a year. Yeah. Um, so they can do like fractional laser resurfacing and maybe just RF microneedling or regular, maybe it's regular microneedling with a growth factor. Great. During, when you're going through menopause that whole time, mm-hmm. you need to be doing three a year just to maintain 
And you, oh, one wow. of those better be thermal injury to build up the elastin. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. isn't it? Okay. Yeah, I'm glad that we're getting that discussed. Yep. <laughs> you <Okay. laughs> <Okay>. welcome. <laughs> Yay. But if you're good about that, at the early signs of menopause, you can, sounds like, drastically reduce the amount of aging that you'll see when you're on the other side of things. Yep. Um, in that area, face, neck, and deck, you're still going to see on the rest of your body. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. can you do treatments on your whole body sure it's gonna be very expensive yeah be sure of course you can okay yeah good to know um okay after menopause is that the last big shift in hormones and production stuff like that is it or just like a slow decline after that or that's the big one that's the big one that's the okay. big uh, unless i mean yeah you have pregnancy and then you have menopause and then yeah that's, that, that's those are the two big shifts for yeah women that makes sense yep. and I see so many people who are like have a kid have their first kid and they're like I didn't know my face and skin and body would never ever ever be the same again afterwards and it's, it's like remarkable what a difference just one kid will make on you yeah but I, the, I had talked to women postpartum all the, about this all the time they're just like I want they use the words I want to get back to I'm like no 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 <laughs> that it takes two years for your body to get back to its new normal. I'm like, that is your baseline. We start from here. We're yeah. not getting back to anything. Yeah. Your hair is the different. The train has left the station. It has. Your rib yeah. cage is different. Your hips are different. Your feet are different. Everything's yeah. different. Your skin's different. Yeah. And this is your new normal. Mm-hmm. Let's adjust. Mm-hmm. I think that. And giving yourself some fucking grace. Yeah. You created a human being. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Loki, it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're not into that, refer to the beginning part of our conversation. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> he has nothing to do with this. <laughs> Damn heathen. So funny. <laughs> What's your, well, you may have already mentioned this with the St. Ives. What is your least favorite product or brand that people use a lot? So, what, Cetaphil? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's the thing. It's mm-hmm. not going to hurt you. So whenever I do uh, microneedling or something on it, I always mention microneedling because everybody knows what it is. Yeah. And the skin's going to be really sensitive for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And they say they use Cetaphil. Mm-hmm. I actually, I'm glad because I'm like, it's not going to hurt them. It doesn't, sure. but it also doesn't do anything for you. Okay. There's just no actives in it. It's just like, there's no cleansers. Like if you're going to spend money on something, make sure it just does something else for your skin, not just cleans it. Yeah. Like we talked about that, like the PCA pigment bars, like doing something for pigment. Or if you have acne, you're probably going to have a cleanser with a little bit of salicylic acid in it. Right. Um, yeah, there's, there's just certain things for anti-aging. If like you're super dry, mm-hmm. I will never use anything foaming on my skin ever, yeah. and it helps just always protect that acid mantle on my skin. Okay. Makes so um, yeah, that I would just <sighs> Neutrogena stuff, okay. anything with mineral oil. That's also petroleum. Mm-hmm. It's bad for the environment. Um, mm-hmm. There's also things if you like be be a good shopper. Like we vote yeah. with our dollar, right? Yes. So also p- pick things that are that with the packaging that's just not a total waste. If it has, is it is it in bamboo? Mm-hmm. Is it is it is it compostable? Mm-hmm. I mean that might be a bit of I hate to say extreme because it's sometimes hard to find all your stuff that has that. Yeah. Is it in glass? Can you can you reuse it? Mm-hmm. Um, all those things are fantastic. So yeah. all the numbing cream that I get from the compound pharmacists that I get all my amazing numbing cream from, mm-hmm. I reuse all those jars. Like so th- those things like it's those things are important but yeah. but yeah when it comes to the actual product itself make sure it's not like little pieces of plastic that's going down that's actually i think illegal now okay good um or there was a date where pro- uh, skincare lines could not put those pieces of plastic in, in exfoliants anymore that mm-hmm. might have already passed i should keep up mm-hmm. with that oh those little beads and little stuff. beads yeah. oh my gosh it just that cannot be filtered out of a lot of water that ends up in our in our rivers and streams and oceans oh, and then in our fish and it slowly kills them yeah oh, if we're gonna kill a fish it's because we're having dinner at mujo yes <laughs> 
enjoy your <laughs> enjoy your plastic <laughs> and no, all no, your no. mercury <laughs> that is fun um uh, if someone's gonna make a, a splurge on one product tretinoin <laughs> yeah and it's not even that expensive yeah this is a prescription bucks. yeah yeah um and i don't even know how much it is yeah it's mine's set. like a, right around 100 okay for how much for an ounce regular size too okay <laughs> it's probably one or two ounces yeah um i wonder where you get it from Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah uh, that one. Um, also, if you have just had a procedure, the mm-hmm. splurge item also is, I make this optional for people, but I'm like, listen, if you're going to invest in all the, this procedure, mm-hmm. is giving that skin for three months, because that's usually when you build the most collagen and elastin, mm-hmm. is a human growth factor. Oh, that's what I used after my, yeah. Like, you use factor five. Yeah. And there are lots of different ones out there. Every esthetician will have their own favorite. I, I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that, that the way it was sourced and whatnot. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. That makes sense. But also, sunscreen. let's clarify, Ooh. those growth factors don't do anything or don't do anywhere near as much if they're not post-treatment, correct? Not, they don't do as much. Now, you will see before and afters of people who just use that, and it's just like a little baby, little baby difference. It's yeah. the most effective when you've doing it. So when that three-month window, people mm-hmm. can keep using it. Mm-hmm. But even for me, I get that stuff for free. I don't mm-hmm. even use it. Okay. So that says it all. Yeah. Okay. What is the number one thing that people can do that will make the most immediate difference? This is such a boring answer. Massage. Water. Water. Like drink water. Have you ever seen a picture? <laughs> <laughs> you mean not just spray in my face? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I know this is boring. Hold on. It. Yeah. It's not boring. So I want everyone to look up what someone did when they just did the 30 days of water. I, I don't know what it's called. And you see a before and after. And I don't know if they drink coffee too, but it was no alcohol. It was okay. just water. They, they had a regular diet. It wasn't fasting. Okay. And it was just water mm-hmm. and what their skin looked like. You know what's crazy? Alcohol. I drink. I'm yep. not, not all the time, but I, I love a glass of wine or a beer. We got But them. I am very, <laughs> we got you. I'm going to have one after this. <laughs> one drink. Well, there's, there's an amazing book that talks about the alcohol experiment. My friend Kelly, mm-hmm. George Fraligan, she's awesome. Uh, she's who's told me about it. And so if you ever know anybody with an alcohol problem, you should read it because it's really good just to, for people who drink, just to know it's like, oh, wait a minute, I am going to go a whole week without alcohol. It takes a week to get alcohol out of your subcutaneous fats. Friends, subcutaneous, subcutaneous fat is the fat you can pinch on yourself. Okay. Visceral fat is the fat that you see with more people with a barrel chest. That's around the organs. That's okay. the more dangerous fat. The, the, fat. the fat that we don't like. <laughs> that's actually the easier fat to get rid of. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, subcutaneous because it's, it's further away from the body. It's harder to get rid of. But mm, um, yeah, biology lesson <laughs> right by. So um, yes, it's, it'll stay stored there. But it, it also just ages you. Alcohol is horrible for your skin. Do we yeah. still drink it? Yes, I will say. Um, like gin, terrible for your skin. Um, there's actually better alcohols to drink. I would I drink vodka gin. over bourbon. Anything brown, anything that goes through your liver, liver, mm-hmm. detox organ, skin, detox organ. Mm-hmm. So it's important when you drink, it's like just like choosing your alcohol wisely yeah. or not drinking. So, which is not usually an option for most people and that's fine. So it's just like drinking a ton of water. But when you don't have any alcohol and you see what a clean liver looks like, you're going to see amazing skin. Everybody, yeah. seriously, look up before and after pictures of someone who just drank water for 30 days. This people will tell you when everybody does that dry January thing. Mm-hmm. But people aren't drinking just water. They're drinking other things, too. Yeah. Talk ton, ton of coffee. And, yes. Yeah. So if, if, anyways, yeah. What I'm hearing you say, Mandy, is that it's better to smoke weed than drink. 100%. Yes, you heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I am not a big drinker. Yep. Um, I drink socially. I almost never drink at home on my own. I can easily go a week or a month without drinking. Like, I don't think about it. Yep. But I am a regular cannabis user. And I swear to God, 
I think that makes a difference. It does. Yeah. And so, um, but it also, another big difference, we mentioned it earlier, like, people don't talk about exfoliating enough. Mm-hmm. When you get that, you're always having your skin shed. It turns over every 28-ish days. Yeah. And so you, to get that dead skin off, your just skin, you, you can throw just like some, like, you exfoliate. This is the cheapest thing you can ever do. Exfoliate your skin with some exfoliating gloves, like yeah. the bamboo exfoliating gloves are like 10 bucks on Amazon. Anybody, yeah. any, by the way, any patient who's ever seen me is laughing right now because it's like one of the first things I tell anybody at a consultation, like, I'm here to do plasma fibroblasts. You're telling me about coconut oil and exfoliating gloves. <laughs> but those two things, because you have, your exfoliant is the gloves, but the coconut oil is just a nice medium chain yeah. oil and it, people like it, it smells good yeah. also it's really good if you ever, ever want to shave with it to exfoliate mm. with it first pull that hair more out of the follicle mm. and actually you'll get an extra day of smoothness Ooh. if you exfoliate it first just be really abrasive with it but then okay. you, wanna, you just want to use like a basic moisturizer if you can't afford anything else use shea butter if you don't have a nut allergy use a little shea butter that's a good tip yep okay. and then, then of course some sunscreen and your skin will look great for like nothing yeah I think the biggest thing is to just have a routine and a plan. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be expensive. I know people who have an unlimited budget, but they're not doing the right stuff. And so I still see their face looking whack. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, So I think you're right. It's like just having a simple, mindful routine of I want to stay. And it's not anti-aging. It's I just want to look good for as long as I can. Yes. And I want to look healthy, you know? The best version of yourself at each part of your life. 100. That's such a good way to phrase that. And there's yes. nothing wrong with wanting to do these things when people come in like, oh my gosh, this is, I didn't want anyone to know I was here when they see, have a consultation with me. Mm-hmm. Is this vain? I'm like, do you consider going to the gym vain? Yeah. Do you consider getting like a pedicure vein? Yeah. Or getting your hair? And, like, and some people might say yes to that. But I'm like, seriously, it's just, I am your face, gym. Yeah. I can just Ooh. do more like the heavy lifting. Yeah. Um, but most of what makes the biggest change of what you do at home, especially with diet, like are you getting mm-hmm. enough protein? Even doesn't from most Americans get enough protein even if their diet's shitty. Yeah. But are you are you having some healthy oils in your diet? Not too many, too much. Yeah. But are you eating some fruits and vegetables? Yes. Yeah. 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 All of your organs will thank you. Yes. Your skin at the top of the list. Oh, I mean, this is why. Like, I hesitated when I got my plasma pen treatment. I was like, do I tell people that I did this? Do I share this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, because I don't want... I, people look to me for beauty tips. Totally. And that's my literal industry. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I just used a nice little moisturizer when I know I just, you know, did this, like, massive treatment. Yep. So I'm always very candid, and I will not gatekeep any of the things that I do because I don't want people to ever look at me or anybody, you know, who does stuff like that and be like, oh, they just naturally look like that? No. No, of course not. Long-term investment <laughs> in my aesthetics. <laughs> like, but if you, like, people who don't, you do have people that just have amazing bodies and they're just really blessed with genetics and they've yes. never been to the gym ever. Yes. Um, but, like, I'm not embarrassed about going to the gym. Of course. Exactly. <laughs> um, what's her name uh, that has Fabletics? What's her name? Kate uh, Hudson. Hudson. She, uh, she's really good about being, like, uh, when she talked about athleisure. And talked mm-hmm. about, like, people are proud that they go to the gym. They, they're so proud that we were actually making better <laughs> yes. clothes that people just walk around in their gym clothes. Absolutely. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Oh, man. Well, okay. Mandy, is there anything we haven't discussed that you feel obligated to share with the world? I would say one more thing when people ask me all the time about, I'm surprised this wasn't one of the questions, about what can they do? What devices can they do at home? What's the closest they can get to med spa results like at home? I want to write a book about this one day. Oh, you should. Um, I'd have to quit my job because I would (laughs) be taking all all this money out of my own pocket. But I'm being honest, a new face device that tightens the muscle. No one ever talks about the muscle. You do have to, and I know people that have used it before and they say, well, I I used it for a while and it worked, but then, you know, it just didn't work anymore. I'm like, 
did you stop using it? Yeah. <laughs> you can't Question. like get a six pack abs and then just be like, yeah, my trainer helped me get this. Then it went away. I'm like, did you stop doing crunches? Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, but like, that's an amazing device. Fascia okay. Blaster is really good for, you know, people are getting that tech neck, those, those, those rings. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from putting your head down. It's that so makes a simple. Lot of sense. First of all, pick pick your devices up and look straight, or just get off your device. How about that? Yeah. Um, as people are on their devices listening to us, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but you can actually—I swear to you—you can buff out those lines, especially people who have that extra volume. That's how nice way to say extra fat with but, the fascia blaster. Yeah, but but you can soften it out by just mm. especially people that that older women, mm. usually older women, get that marbly texture. Yeah. You can soften out those are tight, just tight fascia bands, mm. and you can actually soften out lines. I love that device. But guess who the magic is? You, you're the magic. Doing it. That's awesome. But I'll, I'm a huge fan of silicone patches. Mm-hmm. You just have to use them for them to work. Yeah. But it's not, it's not, it's not some miracle fix. Yeah. So Makes sense. those three things. And people ask me about LED masks a lot. Mm-hmm. LED masks are good for acne and good for bringing down inflammation. They don't, unless you use them all the time, they really don't produce that much collagen. But okay. like, if you ever see me, especially like on my Instagram stories with the LED mask on, it's probably because I did an enzyme mask and my skin's irritated ah. and I'm bringing it back down Okay. or some, or something, or I've, I've so usually I want I want the inflammation yeah but um, okay. also there's a little high frequency to a little wand it was oh, really good for st- those do work they will kill bacteria and acne you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta be careful how you use it because it's glass electrodes and like teenagers have acne you gotta teach them how to use it but yeah. you wanna do it on the scalp too you know what when it comes to hair loss um, massaging your head remember your neck and your head sit above your heart I can always tell people who do yoga always they just have more Ooh, of a glow yeah. it's not just because they do yoga I'm sure that's part of it yeah. <laughs> it's more of a zen mindset um, they get their head they do inversions more they get their head and their neck below their heart so they're getting more blood flow that makes so much sense I can walk through I used to live in New York I can walk through New York and I, I can tell you who does yoga that's so funny I can just tell okay yeah. nice alright everyone get your yoga passes <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's very simple what you can do at home. And yeah, it really okay. comes down to a lot of these things. Think about what they do. So they, they it could involve start circulation. Yeah. That's what the fascia blaster does. Yeah. That's just what new face does. Mm-hmm. That's what, not silicone patches, that's more just for eliminating fine lines and wrinkles, but yeah. yeah. Massage your face. Massage your face. Whew. Well, <clears throat> I'm here present for this conversation and I've already forgotten half of it because there was so much important <laughs> information. So I will make, uh, I'm going to do like a blog post and I'm okay. going to kind of uh, take away all of the, I'm going to make, no, no, no. I'm going to make a bulleted list of everything that we've discussed so that you can refer back to it if you're listening and you're like, what did Mandy say about the eye cream? I can't, she loves it. I can't remember. Um, I should go home and drink gin. <laughs> oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll make a cheat sheet. So if you're listening and you're like, fuck, I forgot. I got you. <laughs> oh, it's, and I, uh, one last thing I want to say is that, y'all, give yourself some grace. We live in a day and age where it's so amazing that we have access to technology and all the mm-hmm. advancements in technology. There's AI all over the place now. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of Photoshop. It's not even Photoshop anymore. It's just filters. Yes. And so and they're so like, real. It's terrifying. It's so real, especially when they put it on a child. It's terrifying. Oof, I hate that. So give yourself some grace. The, yeah. Even the most famous family in the world, I won't say their name, does, they, they don't even look like themselves, like their own photos. Yeah. Um, I actually heard Sydney Crawford, she, I like, she has a tagline for her skincare line that's been out for every, forever. And I love that she said, even I don't look like Sydney Crawford when I wake up in the morning. Oh, I was like, oh that's man, good. that's awesome. Uh, yes. So it's just, just saying, I mean, she's talking about skincare line, but just give yourself some grace. I think that's a perfect note to leave on. Um, Mandy, I so appreciate you taking the time and sharing your knowledge with our listeners. I know this is very valuable for me and everyone listening. So I so appreciate you and 
doing the Lord's work out there. (laughs) (laughs) You're the best. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you learned so many things about healthy aging and uh, looking your best as life goes on. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review or, you know, rating us. Um, And again, follow us on social media at Clover Club Pod if you want to be in the know for, you know, when I buy a Taco Bell table or when we do a fun Q&A for an upcoming guest. And as always, Clover Club listeners get 10% off at hawkinsonclover.com with promo code CLOVERCLUB, all caps. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye.